The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in to the early line. We're live with you right here on a Monday morning on sports. Governor Kevin Walsh, from joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside, as packed of a Monday morning as we have ever had here on the early line. DRS, how are you feeling? Feeling good here on a Monday, right? Rested a little bit more, got the extra hour of sleeping, a profitable weekend. And also, you're right, Kevin, we welcome in college basketball over what? The next six months to kick off with, I don't know, a hundred games tonight. It's a good time, man. There it is. Absolutely. So there's a lot to get to, of course, on the football field. But we begin with the World Series as the Houston Astros close out the Philadelphia Phillies in six. An early, well, not an early lead, but a lead thanks to a Kyle Schwarber home run evaporated when Alvarado put a pitch over the middle of the plate that Jordan Alvarez, I think, Probably is still going 450 feet. The Astros do not look back. Jeremy Pena wins World Series MVP and the Astros done the 2022 World Series champions. Yeah, best team in baseball. You can't argue with it. When you have a starting staff as dominant as the Astros have and a bullpen that might be even more dominant than the starters, that's what tends to happen. In close games, you win those games because everybody in your bullpen apparently is the best reliever in baseball. But I do want to you know, get this notion out here, which I guess ESPN is running with and the baseball heads. Oh, man, vindication somehow for the Houston Astros where they had to win mm. one outside of the cheating scandal as if now they're accepted by everybody. No, they're not. They cheated, and they probably were still cheating at some point. Maybe in five years, we'll get one of those unsealed letters in Major League Baseball that said, here's what the Astros are doing and why they won their second championship. So there's no good feelings here towards the Astros. Were they the best team in baseball? Yes, but knock it off. They will never garner the respect of most people, no no matter how people try and spin it. I will add this, maybe unnecessary, but I can't help it. Also, the idea that they are inevitable is really pissing me off. For 60% of the year, they weren't the best team in the American League. And for 0% of the year, were they the best team in baseball? That was the Los Angeles Dodgers. Again, they won the World Series. That's good for them. I'm just saying. I don't know why we're acting as if they won 125 games. I just, I don't know. It's a little unnecessary, but it is what it is. The Phillies team, significantly more likable. It is a shame. It is. Were you bothered? I know we have a lot to get to. We'll move quickly. It's the World Series. Yeah. Were you bothered yep. with that decision to pull Wheeler when they did? A, a little bit bothered, but we don't know the inner workings because the reason why Wheeler was pitching game six and not early was because of fatigue. Now, he was throwing mm-hmm. lightning up there at 99 and dominating, so you would have rather seen that home run come off the bat against Wheeler like, oh, man, just didn't have enough. It was just kind of tough yeah. where you pulled him out in that situation with a lead. You end up losing, so secondary questioning absolutely on that. Again, it's... It's just Jordan Alvarez hit a ball so far. Also, why do they keep doing lefty-lefty matchups when every single time he then steps to the plate to go, yeah, maybe the best lefty-lefty hitter in all of baseball, Jordan Alvarez. I just Certainly they have that information in the dugout. Like, not the first manager to make that mistake either. But it's the World Series. The Astros win. We'll talk a little bit about it as well during Walsh's weekend winners. But again, on the football field, 
a ton to get to what we felt like a potential elimination game between the Bucks and the Rams was going to be a Bucks season over until Tom was in a very classic way left with just a little too much time and leads a late touchdown drive capped off by a Cade Otten touchdown. The radio audience is here on a Monday morning. The early line series XM channel 159, a season saver for the Bucks. They win 16, 13. Yeah. And I can't at the start of the next segment here, we're going to dissect this game because I love when mm-hmm. situations pop up where one team has to get one first down and the game is over and they go, ah, you know what? Best quarterback of all time on the other side. No big deal, man. We'll give him about a minute left to go down here and punch us in the mouth. It was um, it was bad by the L.A. Rams, no doubt. But if you thought that's bad, the Green Bay Packers are plus 560 to make the playoffs. Lost five games in a row, none more damning than this. Aaron Rodgers with arguably the worst game of his career. Three picks up against the worst defense in the NFL. Again, a lot to unpack there. I want to make sure we hit everything, though. We also saw the Jets upset the Bills, but I refuse to say the word stun because if you were listening right here last week on the early line, Donnie, come on, I tell, don't do not do what I know you're tempted to do and tell the people that I was telling them all week long that the Bills were on upset alert here by the New York Jets, and the Jets just went out there and actually did it. Yeah, just like Robert Sala. You had receipts on that one saying, don't leave out the Jets at this point. That's a good win by the Jets. The foundation is there. You just need to keep that young quarterback moving forward. It's going to be a fun football team over the next couple years. Absolutely. So Sunday night football, the Kansas City Chiefs almost uh, squandered away that Bills loss up against the Titans, but they did what they always do. They found a way, a late touchdown drive, they get the ball in overtime, and they win it 20-17. to And how about college football this weekend? I mean, delivered in a massive way. Some were asking, was the World Series even on during the madness of college football? Georgia absolutely steamrolled Tennessee, and then Tennessee flirted with a backdoor cover, but ultimately it was the dogs all the way and LSU beats Bama in overtime Brian Kelly that dude yeah fun fun fantastic weekend too and how about you look at Alabama on the outs now tremendous we're gonna get some new blood it looks like in that final Mm. four here to try to win a college football national championship absolutely so again a lot to unpack we go to box Rams after this quick break right here on the early line SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Live with you on Sports Grid. Rams, Bucks was a game that you probably won't see again in that it was the game of the week and it featured a pair of sub 500 teams but a couple of underachievers needing a win took the field and it was the Rams early 
And a couple of times this year, it's been the Rams early. Stafford hit a touchdown pass of 69 yards to Cooper Cup. And you say, all right, they're here. We'll see if the Bucs can answer. And they didn't. They had an opening good drive, which we've seen them do a couple of times that ended in a field goal. But then they just continue to sputter. Whether that's a turnover on downs, a poor decision on a fourth and short, punting it away and the crowd booing them off of the field. Things just never going right for this Tampa Bay offense. They needed points, and they were right there to get points. And what would have been a game-winning touchdown bounced off of the face of Scotty Miller. It was like, oh boy, that's not good. But as they were able to get the football back, thanks to a disgrace of a Rams attempt to pick up a first down, Tom Brady needed only 44 seconds in classic Tom fashion to march 60 yards down the field and make the Bucs a winner in this game, 16-3. to Depending on when you got the number, you either pushed or covered with Tampa Bay and under the whole way through. What did you take away from the Bucs 16-13 victory? I take away that the Rams season is probably finished. Tampa Bay now technically back in first place in their division at a 4-5 and five record. We talked about who is going to mean more with a loss, and we both agreed that if the Rams lost, it would be more devastating. But let's take a look at how the Rams lost. And their boy genius head coach, who no matter what he dials up, everybody is wide open. Matthew Stafford, a quarterback, a billion dollars spent on the football team. It feels like itself in payroll. Let's forget about Cooper Cup getting a monster new deal. Same thing with you know Matthew Stafford. Yeah, oh, Cam Akers is back in the building. And when push came to shove, when Scotty Miller dropped a wide open touchdown pass, followed by an incomplete ball that, quite frankly, you should have had an interception with Jalen Ramsey, but it didn't matter. It was fourth down. And you looked at under two minutes to go in that football game, two timeouts. If you're Sean McVay, you radio into your, you know, MVP caliber slash Pro Bowl, All Pro, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Hey, kid. One first down, we walk out of here winners, and we're going to make a play, make charge, you should say, charge into the playoffs, or at least make a run for that year. And what do you do? Run the football for absolutely nothing. But my favorite play, maybe of all, was the Cooper Cup play. They handed off to him on a jet sweep, and he's a smart guy. I get it. Let me run and see if I get a first down, but if I get close to anybody, I'm going to slide down. You have to understand, Cooper, this isn't baseball where you slide halfway between the bases and just coast into a base. He basically slipped five yards. Oh, I got close to the first down. No, you didn't. You were five yards short. Watch that play again. Instead of sliding down, if he cuts back to the left, puts his head down, he probably gets a first down, but maybe risk of getting knocked out of bounds. So I asked the question here for Rams backers and your coach, Sean McVay. Let's just say he turns that up here, fights for the first down, it goes out of bounds, the clock stops, and it's third and one. Wouldn't you rather have that than third and five, knowing that you're just going to hand the football off again? You had to get a first down. Time didn't matter. One first down, it's a wrap. Soon as that ball was punted back to Tampa Bay, like, wow, they have a legitimate chance. And then you say to yourself as a defense, oh, let's make sure we just cover the outside and have nobody running down the middle with the tight end for a quick 35-yard gain to start it all off. It was amazingly poor coaching where you saw the Rams 18 that held the Buccaneers to six points the entire way, opened up like a floodgate when they had no timeouts and 60 yards to go. That's what Brady does. But let's emphasize that part because what is part of my reaction to this game, while your frustrations with McVay are more than justified, if the Bucs would have lost, I feel like there's a world that they make some changes on the staff, and I wonder if those were necessary changes in order for this team to get where they're going. Byron Leftwich is someone that I thought the Jags should have hired. I thought someone should have hired him. And I thought it was a huge win that he was back in Tampa Bay. Byron Leftwich clearly is not evaluating his football team. Or he's not calling the plays. Or something is going on where they are secretly tanking games because Tom wanted to lead a late touchdown drive one of these weeks. If you watch that game, you heard Tony Romo put into context that this is, efficiency-wise... The second worst running game in the history of the NFL, basically. On 11 of the 12 first downs that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers saw outside of a two-minute drive to end the first half, they ran the football. What are they doing? 
on the late drive before the touchdown, they had to go fast. And they marched immediately to the five-yard line. They got the football back. They could obviously only throw it. And they scored a game-winning touchdown. You and I sit here all year long on a Monday morning. What's wrong with this team? What's wrong with this team? Is it Tom? Is it the divorce? Is it the line? Is it Evans? Is it Julio? No, 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 no. It is that for some reason, they have the worst running game in football, and this coaching staff thinks they must establish the run. Why are you establishing the run with Tom Brady? Here's why I think this is a, my major takeaway from this game, Donnie. Because I think the question now is, are the Bucks back? No, maybe. Someone tell me if Byron Leftwich is going to flip on the film from any of their first nine games. And then I'll answer that question. Why are they consistently for Donnie, they averaged 2.6 yards per run. Why are they consistently running the football? They are awful at it. And if they are going to continue to do this, then in the grand scheme of things, this win is meaningless. Yeah, it's pretty bad on their offense. And maybe they should have kept Ronald Jones and ran him a little bit more last year so the RS could cash in a profit. But, you know, we'll let bygones be bygones at this point. But also, you're talking about Leonard Fournette, who seemingly showed up to camp, K-Dub, at 300 pounds this year. Don't worry about my weight here. Now I'm starting to worry about the weight here at this point. But also, when you're looking at the Bucks, there's no more excuses here, right? Fournette's healthy. Brady's healthy. Your top three wide receivers are out there and healthy. And you struggle to move the football outside of that helter-skelter final 45 seconds to punch in your only touchdown of the game. Because on the previous drive, yes, I understand Scotty Miller did drop that easy touchdown in the back of the end zone. But Tony Romo pointed out, Brady's never thrown over 50 times and never thrown a touchdown pass. That's even how bad it is. Brady threw 58 times and came away with 16 total points and finally punched in a touchdown in the last seconds of that game. It certainly is broken. But my favorite thing about this game also is meaningless saying, oh, come on, Rams. You folded on defense when you had your chance. Well, how about your Rams offense? 206 total yards. And again, I preface it by saying this. Your offense was healthy as well. It's amazing to think where we were in August trying to set up our ah, Rams playoffs, Buccaneers playoffs. Now, one of those two teams, or maybe even both, might make the playoffs at this point. But watching their offenses really struggle when you didn't think that was going to be an issue at all. Seemingly now, the most paramount issues on both of those teams are their offenses. And let me say this to go back to the Rams. You look at the struggling quarterbacks, right? Let's say Brady, Rodgers, and Stafford. Brady could retire. A lot of people think that's in line. Or maybe he gets his way to Miami, right? Not that they want to move on from Tua, but we know he's wanted to leave. Rodgers, at the end of the year, could retire. I think that's very on the table. Or maybe he forces his way out of Green Bay. My point is... That if we think Brady's done and Rodgers is done, there's ways to fix that. What are the Rams going to do with Matthew Stafford if he's done? The answer is nothing. Then they got a Super Bowl out of it. So I'm not going to flip this around like a loon and be like, see, they shouldn't have gone all in on the draft. No, that's crazy. They did, they did what they needed to do. But long term, if Stafford is done, basically then the only hope the Rams have is Everyone retires like they threatened to this past offseason, and they hit the reset button. Very interesting time in L.A. We go to the top of the AFC next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. 
Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you right here on Morning. The New York Jets did it. They upset the Buffalo Bills. I had to be the only person putting them on upset alert. It felt like I was the only person putting them on upset alert. But a home divisional dog is always going to be live in the game. And again, Buffalo last year had a very similar scenario, Donnie. Week seven bye, same as this year. Week number eight, they go out there, they put forward a double-digit victory, and in week nine, they lose outright as a double-digit favorite. Here is where that's concerning for the Buffalo Bills. Because as I sit here through eight weeks and I look at everything that's played out, they to me are the same team as last year. And last year, I know they were close, but not as close as everybody pretends they were. They didn't make the conference championship. They've never beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs. I view this team as one that needs the conference to go through Buffalo. And it's favored to do so. And ultimately, I think it will. But the Buffalo Bills aren't any different than they have been in years past. This team isn't markedly better than they have been in years past. It's the same team that last year lost the shootout to Kansas City. It's the same team that also last year squandered away the chance to host that game up against the Kansas City Chiefs because the Chiefs handled their business and there were a couple of spots that the Buffalo Bills did not. And I think the Bills still are piece for piece the best the conference has to offer. But I think all year long, people have acted as if the Buffalo Bills were holier than thou, by far and away the best team in the sport. They're the same team as last year, and the New York Jets proved that. And and there's some degree to that. And also, let's keep in mind, it is the NFL. The same way we'll talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, we'll look at their schedule and be like, oh, they've got to lose two games. But where do they actually lose those games? You're seeing the Buffalo Bills. They have some warts out here, six and two. I didn't think they'd lose yesterday. And also, one of the games that you figured the Bills would lose would be one of those games. Kevin's like, you know what? We just didn't have it. We got down early and couldn't come back. The thing that was so surprising about this game is we'll talk about the Josh Allen interceptions, which some of those look like, I don't know, man. Like, who did you think the other team was your wide receiver at this point? But they had a 14-3 lead. After Josh Allen rumbled in for a touchdown, what were we thinking? Ah, look at this, man. Jets ain't ready for prime time at this point. And yet they were as they came back and won this football game 20-17, to including major stops at the end of the game from their side and also big key conversions on offense from an offense led by Zach Wilson. Now, granted, only threw for 154. But what were we asking, Kevin, this entire week about the Jets and Zach Wilson? Hey. Just don't blow the game. You blew it against the New England Patriots. Let me see you come back, make smart decisions, maybe use your legs a little bit, don't turn the football over, and let's see where we are at the end of the game. Worked masterfully. 150 yards, one touchdown, passer rating 101. You beat the Buffalo Bills in your own building with a couple of stops at the end of the game. So, quite frankly, we got exactly what we wanted out of Zach Wilson. Would we have liked him to go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen? Both guys over 300 yards, but Zach Wilson's final drive was the dagger. You didn't get that, but you still got a dagger out of Zach Wilson on the final drive where they were able to kick a field goal, and then you saw the Buffalo Bills say, hey, you got plenty of time here. Let's see what we can do. That Jets defense stepped up five sacks and pressured Josh Allen all game long. This is a great win for the Jets. It's one of those franchises where, boy, if some things go right for them over the next two to three years, they're going to be a really good football team. And I guess one of the things that needs to go right is Zach Wilson. But we did take a step in the right direction where if you watch any of the pundits all week long, ah, Zach, maybe he should get benched. Maybe he needs to grow up a little bit, as I like to say. I think he grew up big time in this game by just saying, let me protect the football and keep my team in it. 
Yeah, protecting the football is key. It's something that Josh Allen is not doing at all now. Matt Ryan leads the NFL in picks still. <laughs> Shout out Matt Ryan with nine. He might be back. Josh too. Allen is tied for second. Yeah, he might. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> but Josh Allen is second with eight interceptions. Back-to-back weeks with multiple picks. You know, Josh Allen used to have a big turnover problem. Josh Allen tidied that up a little bit, it felt like, last year. But not really. There were 15 picks. It's just that he started to have bigger volumes in terms of touchdowns and big explosive games. And those interceptions are backbreaking, and they can be the difference in a championship. On the Jets' side of this, really the big takeaway, forget Zach Wilson, is you have your future, and not just Robert Sala, but one of the greatest draft classes a team will ever have. Just lifetime extensions are around the room there. Sauce Gardner is a top eight cornerback in football already running away with defensive player of the year, which you know, by the way, you've told people this, Donnie, how difficult that is to do as a rookie is unimaginable, yeah. right? Because if you're a good corner, they don't throw at you so you don't get the love. Sauce makes people pay nonstop, right? Usually an edge rusher's award. You've got Garrett Wilson, who's continuing to break out, eight for 92 in this game. And Brees Hall was going to run away with offensive rookie of the year, if not for his injury. The, the, we'll see what happens at quarterback, but outside everywhere else, this team, oh, and Elijah Vera Tucker too, by the way, who's unbelievable. Th this Jets team is just set up for massive, massive success for the foreseeable future. Yeah, they're going to be a good team. And also, it's good to see Robert Sala because even two years ago when he was getting hired, I said, man, that's a home run hire for the New York Jets. Now, granted, most people that get hired are offensive coaches, and rightfully so because you win on offense. And also, it's easier to keep an offensive coach when he's the head coach as if you lose a great yeah. offensive coordinator to another organization. So many people don't make that leaps. But even when you're talking to Kyle Shanahan two years ago at the end of the season, he's like, oh, I'm already prepared to lose the guy. Like, he's got this wrapped up. No matter where he goes, he is going to be a good coach. And it was some struggles here. And I got it, you know, entering into the season. Forget about what I said about Robert Sala. Love the guy. I think he's going to be a great coach in New York. I'm starting to look at those receipts when he was saying, like, hey, I can't wait till we turn this thing around. I'm sort of like snickering <laughs> under my breath. Turn it around, man. By the time they turn it around, you'll be long gone from the New York Jets. And here yeah. they sit at six and three. And he's a big reason why holding that fort down and letting them win some football games. Good stuff out of Robert Sala. No doubt. I found both him and uh, Arthur Smith pulled the receipts thing. I'm like, fellas, I don't think you're going to want to see those. Uh, a credit to them. And I know sure. ABT, a year two player, but still you talk about the, the young core. We've had some shifting, though, off of this game and this week in the MVP market. Josh Allen went from plus 125 to plus 250. We now have three guys all at plus 250. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. So I said the Bills are the same team right, as last year, Chiefs look to be the same team as every single year. The defense is vulnerable. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. They're going to randomly be down in a game you didn't think they'd be down in, have 0% chance to cover a number that was far too big, and then they're going to find a way to win. I mean, it was everything that we've seen from Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, 500-plus yards of offense at the game and two total touchdowns in a 20-17 victory over the Tennessee Titans. Pat was unbelievable, but the Chiefs were really bad for a lot of this game. Encouraged, concerned, or just more of the same when you react to Chiefs-Titans? It just feels like more of the same. Like when Patrick Mahomes accounted for over 500 yards of offense by himself, it's crazy. Like Mahomes ran for 63 yards. The next closest guy, five yards, Clyde's Ed, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But also, I have to admit, I watched the remaining part of this game this morning. Yesterday, going to bed where this was not, I said, this is going to be one of the worst games I've ever seen. And rightfully so. When we saw Malik Willis was the, look, they're two touchdown dogs here. They're not going to come back from, you know, down. And let alone watching that this morning play out where the Tennessee Titans should have won this game with a quarterback that had 16 passes, five completions. And, oh, yeah, he threw for 80 yards, but 40-plus yards in the first quarter on a slip screen to, like, a backup tight end, and they were still into this game. So when we look at the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, it's still the same old Chiefs. We joke about it, right? Uh, Chiefs get down close to two double digits or double digits or more. Shut the game off. No, don't ever shut the game off. That's an automatic win for the Chiefs because somehow they're clutch in the biggest moments here. 
But if I look at the Tennessee Titans and I say, look, Malik Willis certainly isn't ready to play. But how about a coaching staff that they have that keeps them in that ball game, knowing that their quarterback isn't ready for prime time yet? Vrabel deserves so much credit for even being in this football game, let alone trying to win it at the end. And of course, if you watch that game come down, the Chiefs had what, Kevin? 16 different chances due to flags to get a two-point conversion and finally got one in there. The Tennessee Titans were supposed to win this game in the second half, and they didn't. So yes. Same old Kansas City Chiefs. You can never wipe the slate clean on them because they're always, always there at the end. But again, it shows Kansas City, too, to me. They they have some cracks. They have all of their divisional road games left as well. I'm sure Chiefs fans today very excited about the prospect of having the same record as Buffalo. Bills still have that tiebreaker, and that's why the Bills are still minus 170 to finish uh, with the number one seed in the conference. On the Tennessee side of it, you know, (laughs) I basically kind of sent out a little tweet saying that Malik Willis in two weeks is guaranteed that Ryan Tannehill is going to stay in Tennessee beyond this season. And we love the reply. Someone was like, oh, it's his fault that wide receivers weren't open. Look, easy. All right. I know Ryan Tannehill's not lighting the world on fire, but he's throwing 100 more yards per game (laughs) than Malik Willis. Like, let's, all right. Like, I'm not going to blame the whole thing on, uh, you know, Robert Woods here, right? But Derrick Henry, we don't have Offensive Player of the Year award. I feel like this is his. We'll see when it opens back up. Maybe now it might be Jalen Hurts is obviously, which is insane. I, like people were Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb. Here we are again with Derrick Henry. Seventeen carries, one hundred and fifteen yards. Two touchdowns. He's out there with a court. Donnie, everyone knows the quarterback can't throw the ball, and the Chiefs yeah. were hopeless against Derrick Henry. Yeah, everybody seems hopeless against Derrick Henry. And you say to yourself, why did he only get 17 carries? Well, the clock was running because Patrick Mahomes had 68 snaps that he dropped back on. So Kansas City Chiefs, it was tilted on their side. But my goodness, that was a close finish. All right, weekend winners coming up after this quick break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Weekend winners. Last week we had a good crop. This week might be even better we begin with one of my favorite figures in football right now and that's dan campbell see last week our first winner was nate hackett there were reports out there that he was coaching for his job in london even if the broncos tried to say ah no 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 i think he was they won the game that was huge now dan campbell might have not been coaching for his job this week but keep your ear to the ground the vibes around Detroit and the expectations around the Lions, it did feel like this team was going to need to pull a couple of upsets to make sure that Dan Campbell was back. Well, you know what? Beating Aaron Rodgers, 
and beating the Green Bay Packers DRS is massive for Dan Campbell. And to be also honest with you, the main reason he's a weekend winner was to because I didn't want to do weekend losers and make it Aaron Rodgers five times. What a disgrace for the Green Bay Packers. What a disaster for the Green Bay Packers. A credit to Dan Campbell and a shame for the Pack. Yeah, and how about this? That defense getting it right. Maybe it was just firing the secondary coach, and look what happens. You hold the Green Bay Packers to nine. You come up with multiple interceptions. Maybe it was just that easy. The one thing we knew about the Detroit Lions, because even if the results weren't there, and quite frankly, the results are really all that matters, is that each and every week, the Lions usually are going to give you a solid effort. And I know I chuckled a little bit again at another head coach saying, hey, guys, trust me. Trust me, we're really close. Yeah, you're really close to the unemployment line just a few weeks ago. But maybe he still has that fighting spirit because there's two things that happened yesterday. We know the Green Bay Packers stink. So how big of a win actually was for the Lions? But it just feels like they're climbing the mountain as opposed to the Green Bay Packers scaling down the mountain on the opposite side where their time has come and gone. But that's a nice win here that had a few nice stops at the end of the game. Typically, we looked at the Lions this year, Kevin, and said, oh, my goodness, 35-34, they're going to lose games. That offense is tremendous. You went out with the game with Jared Goff to 137 yards, and you walked away with a victory. That's impressive because maybe now you can start to hang a little bit on your defense. Hey, guys. Look at this tape. It was Aaron Rodgers, even though we know they have no wide receivers to speak of here. We held them to under double digits, and we beat them in our building. Let's continue to march on. Now, from a Green Bay perspective, tremendous stuff here, right? You yeah. should have just made Green Bay the loser franchise because after week one when I said, <laughs> this team stinks, they're done. You know what I got? Hey, Donnie, every year the Packers do this. Then they wind up with, stop the madness, man. I enjoy every Packers loss. You know, the, the best part about that is, is you were told that. And then they won three games in a row. So things were fine in Green Bay. And they've now lost five in a row. We, I don't want to spend too much time on this because we got a lot of time to talk about, about what is next for Green Bay and specifically Aaron Rodgers. But this one is, is his fault. He can stomp his feet all he wants, but this is not. A, mm -hmm. He can't blame Romeo Dobbs. He left the game pretty early. I know he's been trying to blame the poor rookie Maybe all year though. long. Yeah. Yeah. How are those offensive rookie of the year tickets doing? Let's send out some screenshots of those. My goodness. But, but honestly, I ask you this right now. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer next season? There's. It, it depends. Like I, I hate to use this as a cop out. Like the contract, the construction oh, of it. Yeah, you can't say okay. He can't be a you know Green Bay Packer. Now oh, we move on, but yet it's going to be sixty million in dead cap to the Packers. They're not doing that. So let's just say and play it off this way because I don't know. It's manageable. He's not going to be a Green Bay Packer next year. There's no way. Like, are, are we led uh, to believe this again? Like, Aaron, like, and I'll, and I'll use this briefly here. Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. We thought it was going to be one more go-around. Ah, I'm not signing until, you know, all my guys are signed. Devontae Adams will get some help. We're going to have a great team next year. So he signs for $50 million a year, and they tell him, like, <laughs> we're not going to get you any help. Good luck with that. So we love to believe that the Packers are going to reach out and have another mea culpa and have a meeting of the minds going, hey, Aaron, we're really going to help you out this year. Trust me, trust me, trust me, and stay. And then week one, the Packers go, <laughs> we're not helping this guy out again. Stop it. He shouldn't be a Packer next year. He shouldn't be. Enough. I can't. You know? They are going to be like, listen, Aaron, Aaron, we're, we're, yeah, trust we us, man. We're, we're going to hit the draft hard. Like, we, <laughs> yes. we, we, we got some players that we like, man. I mean, I don't know, uh -huh. let's see this thing out here, right? And then Roger can go, look, I stayed, man, had nothing to do with the money. And that's when the contract extension news <laughs> yes. drops and, and everything like that. Winner number two. Winner yeah. number two, Doug Peterson. Now, you might say, hold on now. This is a three and six team. They're not getting fired, but you have to celebrate. A big-time win. I couldn't pass up this opportunity. With this victory, Doug Peterson moved into sole possession <laughs> of the fifth most victories for any coach in Jaguars history. Three wins. Are you kidding me? Passing Urban Meyer, Mike Malarkey, and Mel Tucker. So, Donnie, Doug Peterson, nine weeks in. Fifth greatest coach in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars. What a winner. Yeah, statues are coming. Absolutely statues coming for Dougie P yesterday. I got to say, they were getting roasted early. And you start questioning like, boy, 
Is this guy, Doug Peterson, now Urban Meyer all of a sudden? But they made a nice little comeback 27-20 yesterday. And also, nice little alt-line winner there on the Jacksonville Jaguars for our DRS and our pick six contest. It was a little bit hairy at the end as they missed that 40-yarder. We were able to come back with a late field goal to make it a seven-point game, which we're not even going to talk about again like the Green Bay Packers. We sort of stray off. Forget about Vegas here. That's a nice comeback win for a young football team trying to win. And by the way, as much as maligned we are against Urban Meyer and say, he stinks, he stinks, he stinks, and you say, who drafts a running back that early? Travis ATM, man. He's starting to perform out there. Yeah, you got to imagine Urban Meyer, like, texts, you know, know, people within the Jags organization, like, I told you, man. They didn't give me enough chance. I was seeing the board clearly. Again, I wanted to do winners. I want to try to be positive. But if we were going to do losers, like, it was going to be Rodgers 1 and Devontae Adams 2. I don't care that he had 10 for 146 and 2. He's on a 2-6 and football team. Every single year that they were in Green Bay, all they did was win most people agree that if he would have stayed in Green Bay, they would instead of being three and six would be six and three. It's just yes. a, it's a no really doubt. really tough blow. It's a really really tough blow. Winner number three, Justin Fields. Ah, oh, but they lost the game. I don't care. Historic day. Most rushing yards in a single game by a quarterback. Fifteen, one seventy eight, and a touchdown. Personal excitement. His season-long number, we know we did our season-long player props here on the early line preseason, 500 and a half rushing yards. He's at 602. It's week nine. What an absolute stud. And here's the real reason I view Justin Fields as a winner. He has clearly now secured himself being this quarterback for the Chicago Bears for at least another full season and maybe beyond that. Because there were reasonable questions to be had about his future in Chicago. Making comments that, you know, the fans are mad. Do, do, you think, do they think they're as mad as us? I mean, come on. Like, we're tired of hearing them complaining. Okay? The fact that he was throwing for 107 yards every game was a bad look. And what we always warn about, what happens when you get a new regime? They didn't draft Justin Fields. Matt Eberflus didn't pick Justin Fields. Well, they're picking Fields now. Again, three passing touchdowns and 178 on the ground. They have now gone out there, DRS, in three straight games since they've actually attempted to give this guy a real chance, averaging over 30 points per game. Uh, Look, I don't care that they lost here. Justin Fields, a winner to me. Yeah, it seems like the new NFL, too. You have a quarterback throw for a buck 23, and we're praising him. Why? Because he was the best football player on that field. That included two attack of Aloha, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle yesterday, even though they put up monster numbers. But the focus was on fields. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Exactly what you want of your quarterback. But my goodness, 15 for 178? Was he Derrick Henry out here? You see the physical specimen that he is. And I'm telling you, you don't like this comparison. He's a better athlete than Cam Newton out here, and you're going to see some of those splashes. Now, yesterday, it didn't play into a Chase Claypool. Two catches, 13 yards, that's his help. But you also have to remind yourself, when the more weapons you get, the more the field opens up for everybody else on your team. Did he have a monster day passing? No, he didn't. But he made the plays when he needed to make them. How about this, Kevin? The QBR is based on 100. He was a 95 Point four yesterday, which means just about every time he made a decision, it was the right one. There you go, Justin Fields. Way to go. In a loss, we're praising it, but rightfully so. Yeah, uh, he deserved it. And you know what? I don't know. This performance, I, I was open to the cam stuff a little bit more than usual. This was unbelievable stuff. Let me sneak this in quickly. I know I just said I want Derrick Henry to win Offensive Player of the Year. If it's not him, it has to be Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, and this is why I want to see what they do with the market. Tyreek Hill is on pace for almost 2,100 receiving yards. We have never seen a wide receiver have a 2,000-yard season. Let me see if you agree with this. Forget everything else. If Tyreek Hill has 2,000 receiving yards, he wins Offensive Player of the Year. True or false? True. And he should win MVP along with it. How do you like that? Oh, whoa. Yeah. No Tua love? Yeah. Why, Donnie? Because he'd have like 3,000 yards with it if it wasn't Tua's? 
Like, I, I take nothing away. You know me. When you do historic things, you need to get bumped up that pedestal. And we're telling yeah. you, hey, by the way, nobody's ever done this before in football. Yeah, but I got four other quarterbacks that are in line for him. Uh, what do you mean? Well, Jalen Hurts threw 32 touchdowns passes. Okay. Patrick Mahomes threw 41. So what if that's what ends up? If a wide receiver breaches 2,000 yards, he should be the MVP. He really should be. It's it's incredible stuff. And the, and just like, by the way, while that's all happening, Jalen Waddle has gone over his receiving yards prop every game that two has started and she finished. Does. So like, oh, they have two of these guys, right? It's it's unbelievable. To go back to the World Series, people early morning upset were slandering the Astros. What did you expect? <laughs> Look in the mirror. Nobody likes this team. Except for one person. Except for one person. See, when when the Astros won that World Series... This is the, the there were two things that that were basically being said, right? Ah, you might not like the Astros, but hey man, you got to give them credit. That's a great team. You know, they're really talented. Jeremy Peña's young. They okay, blah, blah, blah. okay that, that was that side, right? And then this was the other side. And I think a side that basically everybody can agree on. Good for Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker and, and, and one of the easiest weekend winners we'll ever come across here. Dusty Baker, a future Hall of Famer, a World Series winner as a player and as a manager, the oldest manager ever to win a World Series, 30-plus years on a baseball bench without winning a World Series. People wondering, would it ever be his time? And it was his time. I'll never like this organization, no matter who's on it. But Dusty Baker was an easy guy to root for. And if that's the consolation prize to the Houston Astros getting one, then so be it. A big congratulations does go to Dusty Baker. Yeah, it really does. He was put in a, a lose-lose situation coming in to be the manager for the Astros. And basically every press conference was just asked for, your team is a bunch of cheaters. Well, they're my cheaters now, and I'm going to protect them just like I'm the father of this organization. Yeah. And he did that and got the best out of them. You couldn't have picked a better steward for that ship than Dusty Baker. He was the big winner here in a situation he was never supposed to win at. It was, and again, think of that part of it. Everyone circles around him as Kyle Tucker catches the game winning out. And the Astros theme was win it for Dusty, which again, and that I can appreciate because it would have been easy for the theme to be vindication, prove who we really are. But it was beyond that. They wanted this for Dusty Baker, and they got this for Dusty Baker, a future Hall of Famer again, no doubt about it. We go to the NBA as we close out our number one on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with the On Sports Show. We have one weekend winner that I want to get to before we close it out. And that's Kevin Durant. I know it's hard to be a winner while being associated with the Brooklyn Nets right now, but there's two reasons. One, 
They suspended Kyrie, and they've now won two games in a row. All, of course, with Kevin Durant being absolutely spectacular in those basketball games. That's actually secondary. The reports come out over the weekend that the whole league is waiting for Kevin Durant to re-request his trade. And I like to imagine that the GMs around this league that somehow decided, despite Kevin Durant being on the trading block, that they were good, going to sit pat, is they've watched Kevin Durant go out there, play about 10 games, see him averaging 32-6-5, and and we're like, oh yeah, we're probably going to win a championship if we trade for this guy. And I think that makes Kevin Durant a winner because all offseason, basically, he's like, you got to be kidding me. Nobody's going to, they won't give up McCall Bridges for me? The Celtics wouldn't give up Marcus Smart? What's But people are saying Derek White would be too much to add here? People are hoarding picks? Not anymore. If this is all a disaster in Brooklyn DRS, Kevin Durant can sleep peacefully knowing there's going to be about 14 teams beating down the door of the Brooklyn Nets trying to trade for him. Exactly. What? The Miami Heat won't give up. We're not giving up. Bam, out of Bayou for this guy. Are you kidding me? I mean, one of the best. Basically, if you don't give up the farm and you get Kevin Durant, you're probably going to slide yourself yeah. in either number one, two, or three spot to win an NBA championship. You see the Nets are a disaster, but yet they're one of the betting favorites in the NBA in the Eastern Conference alone. Go out, get the guy. He's happy. He's healthy. He can clearly play. Go win a championship. What? Pascal Siakam? No way. Oh, Gianna, no, be off the block. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Here's, a, here's what I want to do, though. Get out. I, I might, I might, I might create some free time today. Call into Philly radio. Hey, would you trade Maxi for Durant straight up? I'll hang no. up and listen on the no. other side. Whole lot of noise getting tossed around. It's hour two next. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.